0: Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Tisha's Singleness Talks. Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to be back with you guys. So basically last week we talked about how roofs still exist and how it's a possibility that what we possibly want isn't what we need. So I wanted to talk about tonight with the women that Boaz still exists, that the man that you've been praying for for years And um, that you've been interceding for and just been asking God to really reveal to you into your life um, is literally still out there. I get it. You know, like dating is not it. But the thing is, God is still in control. So that's what I wanted to say. So anyway, um, but basically what I want to say, I wanted to say women. Boaz still exists and his name might not be Boaz because Boaz might not be the husband that God has for you. You know, Boaz, he he may have a different name. It might be something other, some other characteristics that you need in your husband that God knows. Um, Funny thing, (laughs) funny thing is, um, (laughs) yeah, God, God literally knows what it is that you need. Um, I will say that. So basically, um, yeah, God knows exactly what you need and when you need it. He's not going to give it to you too soon. Like the funny thing is I was having a conversation with God this past week and I was like, God, like, "Mm." like, had you given me my husband anytime sooner, I would have been so unprepared. I would have been so, I would have been not ready. And that's just being honest, like that's just being real, really real with ourselves. But like um, what I wanted to say was, ladies, y'all know, y'all know, just like how I was telling the men last week that there is still women out there with morals and dignity. It's still men out there with morals and dignity, character and um, chivalry. And also just like that old school, you know, get the door like he still exists. Like, don't let the enemy try and persuade you to settle for less because of what it looks like, because that's what he wants. He wants us to focus on what it looks like instead of looking at. The fullness and the entirety of what God is doing. See, the enemy wants us to focus on our circumstance and what it looks like. What it looks like right now, it may look like that you're single and you're not dating or you are dating and there's nothing out there and it seems hopeless. That's what the enemy wants you to see. But what I see is an opportunity of self-discovery and self-love within yourself. And also as you're waiting and as you're in the process of waiting Like you never know who or what God has for you. Like we literally have to ask God, we literally have to acknowledge him like, hey God, like, have I I met my husband already? Or have I not met my husband already? Or, you know, what is the case? We have to ask these questions to God. Yes, God gives us freedom of choice. So it's up to us to make the right decisions and consult with God to know what it is that we need. Because if we don't consult with God, there's no way that we're gonna know What it is that we need in order to, you know, pursue these promises that God has shown us and that he continuously reveals and manifests to us. So um, uh, with that being said, like, I really just want to encourage us that he is out there. He is out there. He is faithful. He is loyal. He may not be perfect, but nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Literally. Hannah Montana said it best. Nobody's perfect. I'm not going to sing the little song right now, but yeah. But literally, so like, I really just wanted to let you guys know that, like, if you're in a season where you feel like God is preparing you for your husband or God has already prepared you, to be a spouse or a wife or whatever the case might be, then just continue to enjoy the preparation and let it all unfold. Like versus, you know, trying to put stipulations on God as to what it is that you want. Like, yes, yeah, God, God is definitely going to give you you know, what you want and then some, but at the same time, he's going to give you what you need too. You can't overlook what you want to see past what it is that you actually need. So like, when I say what you want, you may want a, um, a six figure, um, man, you may want a, even a 10 figure man, like, but the thing is, or you may even want, um, uh, the, your man to be tall or, you know, whatever the case might be. But like, what if God is saying that that average height man who has right now a 5K figure is your husband and he's going to also have a multimillionaire company later on down the line and you guys is marriage. But I mean, even if God didn't reveal that to you, like what you doing, you know, (laughs) Because uh, we definitely are obeying God. We're definitely obeying God when it comes to who it is that God says he has for us because God knows what we need and not just, he even knows the things that we want too. like he knows the things that we want as well. But it's it's really important that we just, like I said, we just truly trust God as your, looking and searching or going on dates what have you because what you don't want to do is you don't want to be out here leading people on and knowing that you know oh no that this is not who this is not who like no this isn't this isn't my husband so i just i know it's so much to say honestly It, it really is so much to say ladies about the just, you know, how Boaz still exists. But look, I really want you to know that he does still exist and his name might not be Boaz. He he might have another name and that is okay. But the man that you have been waiting on God for patiently, he still exists. And as you're waiting patiently, don't forget to Continue to love on yourself, even in the process where you start courting and dating, because it's just as important to continue to love on yourself as you're single, as when you're with a person, you know? So I will say that much, but, um, but yeah, so in the story, of course, so she goes to the field and Boaz is like, Hey, does she work with me? You know, he's talking to, you know, his other, um, People that work for him, and he's asking them. He's like, "Hey, does she work for me too?" And um, he, and they're like, "No, she just um recently uh you know, just started grabbing grain, you know, but she's with your cousin um, Naomi, and uh you know, basically giving him the four one one right." so then after that he's like okay well you guys drop grains for her you know you you guys drop it so that way she can make make the work easy for her you know so I'm like okay all right God, okay so you know and this is like you know it's yeah so anyway yeah so he basically tells his servants that in the story and then um he says also um Make sure that you drop a little extra. And, you know, like he really made sure that Ruth was good. Okay. And then um, Ruth was like, hey, um, yeah, I've been over here in this field. She went back to Naomi and Naomi was like, okay, well, look, I know that um, uh, that's my cousin and everything, but I do want you to, um, I want you to go over there and ask him what what should we do about this this whole situation about my son passing and about, you know, you being a widow and all this stuff. And the thing is, I've seen multiple different interpretations about when she told Ruth to go lay down next to his feet. I'm like, she told him to go lay down next to his feet. There is nothing sexual about that. And I said it. There is nothing sexual about that. Go lay down next to his feet. (laughs) What? Okay, so she goes to lay down next to his feet. It's more so like a, um, you know, like a gentle gesture to get his attention, but there was nothing sexual about it. And go lay down next to his feet. And he was like, oh, okay. Um, So they they talking now about, hey, so, you know, and he's like, okay, well, I will ask the next um, gentleman who's a hood, who's next in the family of Naomi's um, to see if they would buy all of Naomi's uh son's land or what have you so that way everything can stay in the family and he was like if if i can't find anybody to do it then i will take you to be um you know my wife yourself and okay so what okay so then this is all like summarized y'all really will have to um read it to really understand what i'm saying but um but yeah so you know um they literally uh, had that conversation. She gets up, surely goes back to um, Naomi, and then he comes back. Um, well, he did go do what he said, and, of course, the the next person in line wasn't able. He was like, no, I can't buy the land because uh, I can't remember what he said, but he said because of something he couldn't buy the land. And so he couldn't buy the land, and um, basically um, Boaz ended up taking Ruth to be his wife and buying all the land and they end up having children and stuff like that and look it's not to say that Ruth's first husband Naomi's son wasn't you know wasn't the one for her it's just saying that even after you've been married and if your loved one has passed God still has a plan for you you know God still has a a purpose like love doesn't just You know, you're not just going to be lonely even though you lost, you know, a man that you really did love and you really did care about, you know. So, like, God literally made provision so much for Ruth and just for her obedience. But um, even in Boaz and his obedience as well to just make sure that Ruth was good, you know, like regardless of anything. So, anyway, but what I wanted to say is... Definitely acknowledge God, ask God, like, hey, God, look, I know that I desire this, but is this what I need or is this what I want? And can I even handle what it is that I need right now? Like, am I in a place, in a position where I can actually store this well, store this man well, that is a great question to ask God too, because, you know, like you don't want to get into a relationship unconscious, um, not unconscious, but like, what's the word? Um, uncautious is what I mean, like not being cautious of that person's heart and not being cautious of the things that they've been through. Um, So that's another thing, you know, like you don't want to just say, oh God, I'm ready. And then you get it and you get it prematurely. And, you know, it's, it's not what you're thinking it is because it came too soon and you don't know how to steward it. So it's important, like I said, to seek God and ask him how and how should you proceed in that kind of a case. But yeah, I know that was a lot that was a mouthful guys but um but yeah like that's literally what I wanted to say and of course I'm gonna pray over you guys just as I prayed over the men so God we just thank you for every woman right now God listening oh God who taking time out of their Sunday to listen to these words oh God God I just pray that you would bless them oh God God that you would bless them oh God and um and in finances oh God as well as in um in mentality and in heart oh god and in soul like god I just pray that you would open up their eyes, O oh God, and give them revelation, oh God, to see past the things that look good, oh God, and see what it is that they need to see, oh God. God, that you would help us all to be able to acknowledge and see what's a red flag that we can deal with and what's a red flag that we cannot deal with that's not good for us, God. I thank you for opening our eyes and, and taking the blinders off of our eyes to help us to be able to see, Lord. And thank you, Lord God, for even opening up the opportunity for these women to meet the right man, oh God, in your timing, oh God, in your perfect alignment, oh God. God, we thank you, Lord God, until that time comes, oh God. God, that they would just be in preparation and just of loving themselves, oh God, and enjoying the the fullness of who they are, oh God, before a man comes along, oh God. God, and that they would not stop doing those things once the man does come along. God, that they would continue to take themselves out on dates. They would continue to buy themselves flowers and they would continue to do those things, even though the husband or the man that you have brought into their life that is meant to be their husband is courting them and doing those things too, God. And I just thank you for giving us a greater revelation, oh God, that self care just doesn't—it's not just meant for our singleness, our singleness season, God, but it's meant for when we're in a relationship as well and in our marriages as well, God. And I thank you, Lord God, that we're not even—we we're not even um, having—we're not even having a idol towards marriage oh god or an idol towards relationship god but god that we're actually able to enjoy being single and enjoy the beauty of it god and i just thank you for giving us your love oh god and thank you for having your way in their hearts and their minds god Thank you even for this upcoming work week for them, O oh God, and the opportunities, O oh God, and the doors that you're about to open for the men and the women. And we just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' strong and matches and mighty name we pray. Amen.